Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. Alright, it is a good week so far. It's doing okay. <laughs> yes, it's okay. It's much better than last week, right? <laughs> we've got yeah. we've got Edward right there. We've got David hovering like the great and powerful Oz. It's uh so 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 guys, this is a uh, this is a you know not Star Wars, but it's a New Hope this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what you I see. Mean, you know, I, I made probably the the lamest you know connection of the of the day, and I'm sorry for that. So so let's uh we 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 had a is the return had, of the Jedi. Is the return of Jedi going to be uh, David Moyes coming back? Oh no! Oh no! I'm hoping <laughs> that would be Barkley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. We're like we should have worked on these before going live. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is gonna be that's gonna be the Chelsea game. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, all right, all right. God, we are weird. For for all of you podcasters out there, this is the way the show is gonna is gonna sound to you. All right, we've got a little Chelsea reaction. We're gonna be we're gonna be checking out your fan thoughts. Then we're gonna we're gonna have a little conversation about Walsh because you know what we need to talk about Walsh, and then we'll ah. do we'll do a Leicester preview. All right, so that's so that's what you got got in store for you. But we are gonna let's start with the Chelsea reaction, the loss that was still a loss but still sorta didn't feel as much like a loss. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, uh, let's let's figure out how you felt. All right, little little. Instant thoughts, first thoughts. Edward, do you want to start? Yeah, um, I mean, I actually wasn't watching the game. I wasn't there. I was actually just listening to it on my radio. Mm. And from what I could hear, first half didn't was a bit Coman-esque. But the second half, we apparently, it was basically just a tale of two halves, really. Mm. Uh, Chelsea dominated the first half, but then we actually took the battle to them in the second. Yeah, this is true. David, how'd you feel? Um, I mean, yeah, positives to take, but I'm still a little bit disappointed that we, you know, it, was, it, it ended up just being another kind of hard luck story. Yeah. Um, you know, as Edward said, the first half was nothing really. You know, we conceded the goal, but nothing really happened in our favour. Um, they, they just you could see the the lack of confidence in the team, and you know, it, it was to be expected, I suppose. But they come out in the second half and really had a goal. I think on a different day we would have won that game. Um, we just got unlucky, I think. Able to go in, hey? We got unlucky with the whole thing. We should have yeah, had extra time. Yeah, I think on the other day, as I said, at least two or three of those chances go in, and we we don't even go to extra time. I think we win that in ninety minutes. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too hard on them. I just I was a little bit disappointed that we uh, we couldn't we couldn't win the game. But you know, it was better. It's something to look forward to on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I think people are going a little bit overboard with the positivity just because it was, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. we saw some spirited play. Uh, so yeah. I'm not celebrating a loss. I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. celebrate it, you know? Um, however, uh, I didn't, I felt like, I felt like we had a chance to win the game. I felt like when I finished the game, I was angry because we had chances. 
You yeah. know, that's a new feeling for me this season. That's cool. You know, Lookman hit the post. All right, I mean the the woodwork. It looked good. That play looked good. Legitimate chances. First half was a little difficult because every single one of our attacks broke down like before it even got to the box. Like I checked the stats at halftime and it said we had a couple of shots and I totally didn't remember them. <laughs> it's like I don't think we had any shots that penetrated the no, box. No, didn't. <laughs> it was. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't remember any of the first half. <laughs> like genuinely, I, I remember their goal and. And then that was it. Yeah. Um, to be honest, the most immo- and the most really annoying thing was the goals were just the goals we conceded. Well, all right, the first one maybe, but the second one that killed it off for us. That was just a good goal. Yeah. Like nothing could be done about it. I thought. Him, I mean, the finish he had, no, go far post, get it away from Pickford as well. It was just a quality one. First, first one we should have really done better with that. But that it sounds worth getting into it again. Yeah, he's trying to get it out of them. I mean, I, I do think somebody somebody lost their man on their first goal with Rudiger. I heard it was Williams. Uh, it, it, I mean, it was who was right beside him? Was it Baines? So it was like him and he and Baines or Kenny were standing right beside each other, and one of them lost track. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was Williams as well because height-wise, that would make sense for him to be marking. Didn't him. have a great first half, did he? Although I suppose a lot of them didn't, didn't they? Oh. <laughs> I thought um, I thought Kenny struggled a little bit last night. Um, it, it, not so much putting the ball into the box. It just we, he seemed to be, give the ball away a lot when he when he had it. Um, I'm not getting on his back, but I think he struggled a little bit. It's probably to do with the confidence thing, isn't it? I mean, he w- it's still all new to him, isn't it? Really, I yeah. mean, he's played a lot of football and he's a very good player, but he's had- you know, he's still only new into the first team, isn't he? So mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, he's had two very tough fixtures to start with as well, Arsenal and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. In a bad so. seat. And yeah. I, I thought yeah. it's kind of a getting used to the pace of the game. Yeah. You know, just because it's faster, it's more intense. I mean, I think if you really watched Baningimi, you know, oh, was cool. last night, well, there were moments where it seemed like he was his brain was trying to process what was happening. You know, like he had mm-hmm. to take a second and process it and then act on it. Um, yeah. I thought he still did a little bit better with the situation than Kenny did, you know? Yeah. But that was... Yeah, he was obviously a young lad, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he really was. Yeah. He's only 19, isn't he? He is. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was 18, but probably is 19. I think yeah. I looked it up at half time. I think he's 19. Yeah. Maybe we had... I think it might have been Jagielka's glance and header, where it was about our maybe third chance. Keeper pulled off a decent save. I think yeah, the emotion kind of drifted then from anticipation, excitement to, oh, here we go, because you just know that um, the, the chances are coming, we weren't getting the goal. Um, mm. And it was all not, almost inevitable, really, wasn't it, that they go and get their seconds... And then really just to, as if the heartache wasn't enough to get that that goal again and only be one in it, but no time to score an equaliser. Just, you know, classic Everton, really. But, as I said, I don't want to get too down on them because it was still a good result. I mean, it was still a good performance. To be honest, actually, that is... I'm probably happier for that performance than the one against Bournemouth, to be honest, because... In the situation, all right, we still lost, but it's damn damn better performance than the likes of Arsenal, United, anything like that. 
and it's in a formation with wingers. So, you know, it does work. Um, and they all played well. Lennon played well, I thought. I thought Morales played yeah, well. I think, I, well, I don't know what kind of team we need to bring out for the next one because it's all going to be different, isn't it? I don't know. I feel like he... I feel like he... Um, it looked like he experimented. Yeah. I, I think you you maybe see Schneiderlin back in, but except for that, I, I think he's yeah. going to keep a sim- very similar formation uh, yeah. for some game. Well, have, you, have you heard the um, what he was saying about Benning? Benning me, is it something like that? Benning me? Yeah, like I'm going to leave but, that pronunciation to you two. But. <laughs> yeah, but he said that he actually hadn't even included him in right. the lineup because Schne- well, Schneiderlin was ill like the night before, so he said, yeah, well, Benny. Come to the squad for us. Yeah. Yeah. Was was he even to be on the bench? Because I know I know they take uh, what they call a nineteenth man, don't they? So they basically have like the um, say the the start eleven, then they have the subs bench, and they always take a spare man to the to the to the game, and they'll come in if anyone for whatever reason can't play, i.e. Uh, injury or substitution. So I wonder if he was that nineteenth man. Hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he said he... They're not even thinking he'd be on the bench. Huh. I thought he... I thought that he had said that he wasn't even supposed to be in the squad. Yeah. Like, after the game. And so when he said squad, I wasn't sure if he was talking about the starters and even on the bench, or if it's a situation like you were talking about and maybe he was that 19th person. Yeah, and he must be, yeah. Because as I said, they, they do travel with the, with the squad. Um, so they'll go down the, down to the hotel the night before and stuff but they'll just obviously not be named in the squad but um, it must have been pretty exciting slash daunting for right. um, talking about Baningimi uh, does he let's, let's just think about him moving forward alright mm. Um, and then get back to the the game and everything. Uh, do we think he ever starts over Schneiderlin? Well, I read a comment somewhere that said we should sell Schneiderlin and put Gay and Benny together. Let's call him Benny. See, uh, here's my thing. We, he's played one ninety minute game exactly so far. So I think we just need to maybe not put pressure on him and just. Ease him in for now. Yeah. Um, Could be a bit of a Tom Davies situation. situation. Yeah, let's just have, let's just leave Snardlin where he is for now, and then as and when we can bring him in, bring him in, and you know to answer your question, Sunday maybe, but I, I don't think just yet. Nah. I think nah. he starts in cup games. That's what I would consider. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I don't, I don't necessarily think he should start over Schneiderlin or Gay. Or Davies mm. at this point, you know. Mm. Um, but if one of those is hurt or out, possibly slide him in there for for energy and pace in the middle. Uh, mm. Yeah, especially for a cup a cup match, you know, one of those yeah. that we're, where we're not really wanting to we're wanting to save our, our legs for the uh, for the weekend Premier League stuff. So yeah. Um, so um, now the next question. McCarthy actually played all right yesterday. He did well. I thought he did very well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the Unsworth said after the game, they knew he couldn't really go past like 60 minutes or 65 minutes or so. So, they knew he was going to be going out uh, anyway. Um, 
So, uh, if McCarthy is healthy, do we consider McCarthy ever starting over Schneiderlin, Gay, or Davies? Um, at the minute, I'd actually say put him over Davies if any of them. Because if you, his confidence looks a bit shot at the minute. If, in all honesty, his confidence looks a bit shot because he didn't, he didn't have the, he didn't have the greatest of games, in my opinion. I just feel like with Davis though, he's he, he kind of he's the only one out of those four names who's got that creative spark going. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think the other three have. So he's I know always going to be starting for me. But uh, it, I don't know. I think the three of them can battle out for the positions, and if one of them's out of form, they get cut, and the other one comes in. I think if we're healthy in that position, fantastic. So yeah, he could he could play over them easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. For me, Davies always starts too. Like that's just one of the first. I, I can't help it. I think he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, I it's just feel like. Day. What was that? On it, it's beautiful. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. He's a shampoo yeah, commercial. It. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but he's the first. But it, but if it's a situation where I mean, I could see him if Schneiderlin's not available. I feel like that works. I don't really know. I feel like you need. One or the other, Schneiderlin or McCarthy, and you need one or the other out of Gay and Baningimi because they both add, give you pace and grit. You know, because if we don't have either one of those guys, we are a little slower in the middle. We just are. Um, all right. So I, I agree with you guys, though. Um, I probably wouldn't start him over those three if they're playing well and if they're in, you know, if they're fit. So um, I also want to put something in. I found it quite interesting that the substitute goalkeeper wasn't Stecklenburg, it was Rob Lesnar. Yes. Also found that interesting. That is a that good... It was yeah. the same on Sunday as well, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. And and he did play for the 23s on, on Friday as well, so he, he played for the 23s, he was on the bench on Sunday and again on Wednesday. Do, do you think Stecklenburg is either injured or do you think he, he, he's kind of being cut and Unsworth is going to keep him out the side? Because... Mm. He's been the he's been the goalkeeper for the twenty threes this year, hasn't he? So far, yeah, yeah. that's a good. I, I think that's something to keep an eye on moving forward, guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, we, we all three of us prefer Rob Les, don't we? Or mm. do we? Yes. Yeah. 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 Do we? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We definitely do. Uh, so, uh, do we think Everton can score enough goals before getting a new striker in in January? Possibly. Miassi and Calvaloon look to be quite interesting together. Yeah. And play three games in, in, in under a week, haven't we? And we've scored four goals, mm-hmm. which isn't isn't bad. I think if we can keep them out at the other end, then then we'll be okay. I think mm-hmm. that's more important. seems like we can still get goals around the pitch. We just need to make sure we're keeping them out at the other end. Mm-hmm. I think Definitely. the most common comment I saw on Twitter was basically saying, hey, defense look, looks organized. You know, defense looks organized. Yeah. Midfield looks more sorted than it has before. But mm. we have little, very little attack and very little clinical ability once we get near the box. And mm. it seemed like what people were complaining about was the fact that we need a striker. Mid-game, mind you, before we got that mm. late goal. Um, mm. I just wasn't sure. I just thought it was a... It's a uh, I'm hoping that with, with stronger play in the back more confidence, we get more opportunities on goal, 
We score more goals and the confidence grows. That's what I'm well, You see, the thing, the thing I see with it now, Unsworth is still trying to figure out what system he he's, thinks is going to be best. Like, the formation we played at the start was a 4-3-3. That was obvious, you know. It worked with the wingers, so he thought, okay, that worked. We didn't get any goals, though, so how about I bring another striker in so we make it, like, 4-4-2 or something like that, mm-hmm. which worked, got us another goal, so maybe he's going to try that out. Maybe he's going to start Calvert-Lewin and Niassi at the same time because he's played with, he's had these players before in his team in the under 23 so he knows how, like, their strong suits, their weaknesses, anything like that. So it can... Leicester is going to be a big game, I think. I mean, do we think that... I mean, I don't know. I, I actually think... I like the idea of him starting 4-3-3. I like the idea of us still being in a game second half, you know? I kind of like the 4-3-3 setup. It was something I hadn't really seen from us very often in terms Mm. of the way it was set up. Because that three was across. Those three in the middle, they were spread across, not like any stacked or triangle or anything. It was straight across. And you could see them lined up for most of the game when we were on defense. It was cool to see a formation like that. I like the idea of maybe starting with one striker. I just don't think Rooney is that striker, guys. And no, that's, that's it, no. I, I think that was kind of hurting us a little bit in the first half. Um, and that's what I was going to ask is, wh- was the momentum, did it, did it jolt when we went 4-4-2 or did it start getting ramping up before then? Because I thought we started getting more opportunities before we brought in that second striker. It's but really I, hard to tell, really, because it's the whole thing with confidence, isn't it? If you think about it. I mean, starting off, we didn't have great confidence because of this whole thing still with Coburn going on, so... Oh, oh I meant in the, yesterday's game. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, I know, okay, I know. okay, okay. Um, you know, we're still trying to shake off the Coman bit, and the players need confidence getting into the game, needs to get in the game because it's formation, change, so we don't know whether the formation is going to be working or whether the players are still a bit like, uh, this is something new, what are we doing? Right. So, I don't know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um, bigger problem, the defense or a lack of a striker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose, suppose an out and out striker because if we're, st- if we're still playing Rooney up top on, on his own, then that screams we've got, we've got an issue, doesn't it? But I do still think that defense, I don't know, I, I can't put my finger on it. Maybe it's Williams, maybe uh, Keane has off games or Jagiel who's too old, but that defence still doesn't look right for me. I think the strike is probably the bigger issue, but we need to get we need to start getting some clean sheets. Right. See I think I think personally, I mean we can score goals. It's just we're trying to figure out so it's a bit like we're trying to figure out who's our main striker at the minute, which I guess is sort of answering the question. Um but the defence looks like there hasn't been as much work on, so you know, sloppy errors and all that. Maybe Onsworth is going to fix that. Um, we're also missing a lot. Of, we're not really missing too many attackers. We're missing more in defenders. Because we're missing Funes Mori. We can't register Luke Garbutt. Galloway, Browning are all out in Coleman. Sunderland. Coleman. Um, you know, that's at least six players that we're yeah. missing from defence. Strikers, we're not missing any. We've got Calvert-Lewin. We've got Niassi. We've got... Sort of Rooney, we've got Sandro, four different players. So we're just trying to figure out sort of like 
what what formation is going to be best for each of the four players? Right. I think you bring up a good point with the injuries. Because a lot of these players, are, I mean, I think Funis Mori is going to be available in January. All right? Mm-hmm. I think that was what the timetable was. So with him, and we're hoping Coleman is hopefully available to play, you know, I'm hoping in January, but you never can tell with these injuries. Um, yeah. So, I, I did notice that last week I seen the Finch Farm, and he's not, he hasn't got a limp or anything now. He's walking normal, and he's trained, nice. so so he can't be far now, surely. Good. Very he cool. went to to support the team. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, I mean, I was under the impression he was going to start training with the first team, as in, like, actual full training in November. I don't know if that's still happening or whatever, but if that's the case, then I'm hoping he can actually play, start playing games with the U23s by December. I think that would be... I think that's a good good goal. Um, So, anyway... uh, Really quick parting thought here, guys. Do we think we're going to continue to see more steady improvement, or do we think this improvement is going to peak quickly and plateau uh, over the next few games, and then we're just going to be as good as we can be with this squad? No, just go up. Keep keep rising, Edward, you think? See, I think the whole thing I... I remember this quote from this TV show, the darkest hour is always just before the dawn. darkest hour seems to be sort of like the Arsenal games, the Chelsea games... So maybe. I love Batman, by the way. No, no Merlin. Oh, okay. I, I have actually watched that show a lot. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've heard it off The Dark Knight, which is a very good film. but Possibly. I, I might have killed your flow. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Edward, I think that was that was from Fireman Sam, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going, bud. <laughs> so maybe. Maybe we're on the up now. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've had a bad performance, we had a bad game. Then we had a bad game, but a very good performance. So maybe the next one's going to be good performance, good game. Hmm. David, what do you think? Uh, I think Sunday is a massive game. I think if, if we win on Sunday, yeah, definitely. I think we can go from strength to strength and kind of get our confidence back. I think it'd be a disaster if we lose. Um uh, because it'll, it'll completely deflate our kind of our momentum from yesterday, second yeah. half, and we haven't got the manager to blame anymore. So then, so, you know, the squad will be looking at themselves, panic and thinking we're not good enough. And yeah. I think we'd be in trouble there. So, yeah, Sunday, big game. So that's the end of the Chelsea reaction from all of us. All right. Cautious optimism may be the phrase <laughs> of the day. All right, so now is the time when we lend an ear to our fellow supporters. All right, here are the fan thoughts. Yay! We're gonna start with we're gonna start with our best friend, the man with three first names. Yeah, Douglas Elliot Matthew or Matthew Douglas Elliot or Elliot Douglas Matthew. Whatever combination works for you uh, has asked Tuchel is open to the Everton position. What do you know what do you know about him? Do you hope Everton do all they can to get him? Yeah. Anybody want to start with this? Who's Tuchel? Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Tuchel. 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 <laughs> um, Kyle. Yeah, listen, I, I, he's, he's probably my first choice, to be honest, which is quite ironic, because didn't we miss him out when we were doing our manager special? 
So I look like a player. But um yeah, I think he, he's the man we should be going for. Uh Borussia Dortmund, uh you know, won titles. I think he has a very similar record to Klopp. And Klopp was meant to be be the uh, the be all and end all when he comes to the Premier League. Um this guy's got virtually the same records. Um I think he's a good manager. I think he'd be perfect for Everton. I do think he'd want to come as well. Hopefully so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, it's not like he's gone from a big club like Bayern to Dortmund or something like that. He's gone from, no offence to these fans, but he's gone, I think, from FC Mainz, something like that. A yeah. bit of a smaller club. Gone to Dortmund, had success. He's left. But he never actually left because of, say, bad performances or anything like that. He right. left because of a fallout with the people who owned the club. So it kind of shows he didn't actually get sacked for the team or anything. He just got sacked because he's a bit, well, because of the board. So yeah. No, you know what I love? Sorry, but just a quick. I love the disclaimer from Edward there as if somewhere in Germany, these like supporters of a minnow team in Germany are going to be like... Well, that bastard has offended me there talking like that. Never know. You're right. You're... I, I've had views of videos from Bosnia. Just, just saying, it, it, it happens Dude. anywhere. It's better to be safe than sorry. I agree. It is. It is. But um... to both of our German fans out there, to both of our German viewers, Edward apologizes. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> All right, uh, and I, I'm in a same, similar situation. Yeah, uh, I, he's, he was my first choice as well uh, before we did the manager special and left him out. <laughs> so I also look like we I'm full of crap. Out, guys, it wasn't you know? the book. He suspended the odds on him, so he wasn't oh. on the list. <laughs> if he wasn't on the list, he's not getting in, and he wasn't on the list. So yeah, that's true. So stop blaming but us. He is, he is my, my first choice. I took a look at his record, and over the span of like three, being at three different squads, albeit the first one was like Augsburg 2, uh, like their second team. Uh, I mean, he, it's a pretty convincing winning record at everywhere he's been. And he took, he took Mainz to, to Europa League, and he actually left Mainz not initially to go to Borussia Dortmund, but it was sort of, I think the, the, what he was saying is, I can't take us any farther or any further. You know, I, we, I don't see us in this setup being able to achieve more. So I'm going to leave. You know what I mean? So he didn't lose ah. it because he, he, he looked awful. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not through lack of performance when he's left. It's always been, you know, either an argument or he's outgrown someone. So how do we you know? know if he's not going to do it for us? Hey, that's the thing. Right now, we don't really have a shortage of money. So he would have money at his disposal, which I think was, was his... Was, <coughs> well, was his yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I don't know. I, but the, my, my risk, my concern lies in the fact that he's never coached Premier League. Never coached in England. No. Never managed here. And Neither that's... It's, it's true, but some would... Someone say Klopp's not exactly the perfect Premier League manager either. He's not the well either. So, um, he's just probably yeah. the biggest achievable name out there at the moment, isn't he? I think that's a fair assessment. And I agree with that. Mm. I think that's, uh, but, but the funny thing is, here's something really funny, guys. 
Everybody says that he has said he's open to managing Everton. I don't know if he's actually said that. I think I think <laughs> what actually I think what actually happened, and I'm serious. I think somebody went to his agent and asked him about the position, and his agent said, "Just like normal, we're not going to comment on this." Mm. So he didn't say no, and he didn't say yes. So it means he's open to it. Jerry, don't let Fox get in the way of a good story. <laughs> oh man. So uh, I think we all agree. He he would be a, a huge, it would be a coup for us to get him, yeah. frankly. Um, Daniel Marco 99 said, who should fill the gap of Lukaku? Do we need a new striker? Um, can I take the lead on this, guys? Yes, yes we need a new striker. Um, <laughs> I do think who will who we have now will will do a job until the time, but we, we, we legitimately do need some kind of striker in January, period. Yes, I agree. Edward, mm. you agree? Possibly. Edward maybe agrees. Way to take your stand, Edward. <laughs> with That's my heart <laughs> and with my head. Answer how you want to take it. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Everton fan page NSNO says, Unsworth in or out? Replacement striker? Tuchel in or out? Benny Baningemi. Is uh, Everton fan page and it has a lot of questions, mm, yeah. folks. All right. So Unsworth in or out? I'm going to temporarily in. say in, in because of what he's doing to to you know morale. Yeah. So get get um, Barkley signed in the contract and then we can say whether we want him staying in or out. That's right, Ross. Let's do this. Because <laughs> well, Ross watches, long-term. right? Not. I, I think interim, yes. Not long term. He's not ready, and I think it'll go pear shaped. I don't know. Sorry to be so negative, but let's just keep keep a good guy in the club, or let him go and earn his trade, and then he can come back to us in the future. Yeah. Most, Most of the people that I see on Twitter and reading articles that seem to kind of know what they're talking about agrees with David. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's a few people that think Unsworth could could be functional and, and could do what we need here. My heart, Edward Style says, I'd love to keep him. I'd love for him to make it work. But yeah, I don't know. Logic tells me <laughs> not really quite there. So, what do you think? If it gets us to Champions League, keep him. <laughs> Yeah. What a gr- that's you know what I, I like what Edward just said. Yeah. If he gets, I should have said that. If he, he's he's probably been set a target for this season. If he stays in for the whole season, if he's if he exceeds that target, keep him on. If he hmm. comes on par or just below, then keep him as interim. Okay, that's what I would do. Right on. All right, famous EFC asks. Should Benny play in front of Schneiderlin? I think we already answered that in our last video, so you should watch that last video. Yeah. It's, Chelsea, it's the Chelsea reaction. Check rack it. Them, rack um, them views up. Rack them views up. That's right. All right. Click so, the uh, refresh also, button a couple of times. <laughs> so, uh, also, does Omar, <laughs> so does Omar need to be playing? And I'm just going to quickly say, yes, he needs to be playing. I don't know about starting, but playing. Yes. 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 All right, he created that goal yesterday just with hard work, just like he created the other goal the other day. So, yeah, I don't think we've got time to do it now, but his stats, are, his stats are really good for the amount of minutes he's played. As you know, yep. I, 
I love Scott. Oh, yeah. And also, famous EFC asks, what do we need in January? And uh, I think we agree, left-sided central defender, uh, striker, um, and and wins. Lots of wins would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thomas T dad, or underscore two nine zero eight, which I'm assuming could only be Thomas Tuchel, who is Hello. sending us questions. Hello, <laughs> uh, guy who watches the podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> we see you, Thomas. <laughs> and uh, so Thomas asks, should Benny start on Sunday? I'm going to say no. No, I agree. Wouldn't risk it. Yeah. He was great, but I'm going to say no. Um, but also, Thomas asks, should Hennen get a chance? Ooh. And I'm going to say this season, because of his pace, because yes. he just he's so fast, mm. I would give him an opportunity somewhere in the next three matches. Yeah. I don't even think he needs a, a start as such, does he? I think, you know, that's right. It's off the bench. We can see what he can do. Yep. Yeah. I just want to see the energy and the pace he injects when the other team has tired legs. Well, he, th- he thinks he's going to be playing soon. Have you seen some of the things he put yes. on Twitter? He's, He's pretty confident. <laughs> I like that. Mm. I do and I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's good for somebody to be, to be confident, but too much of that, and you're just like, do the work, dude. Look at cocky. Be quiet and do the work. Cocky. You know? And all that. Yeah. And lastly, uh, Liam underscore Webb 4854 asks, was Cummins sacking good or bad? Good. I... Guys, uh, quick answers because we got to roll. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. I'm gonna say it was actually. Although I'd never, I'm never gonna celebrate someone losing their job just because yeah. I, I don't like that. I do think it was the best thing for all parties. Period. We did. You we know? did this on the, the Kuman video, so go check that out as well. Yeah, check the Kuman video. Just watch every single video we've ever done, and don't forget to subscribe. Otherwise, Jerry gets knickers in a twist. <laughs> That's true. I'm all about the subs, people. That's right. Subs. I, I actually don't eat food. <laughs> subs. All right. So. Oh, that was so bad. Are you judging my way of life, no, Edward? No. No. <laughs> all right. No, all. all right. So. If you are liking our videos, you should subscribe because I eat them. Also, like, comment, all those kinds of things. All right, we we like that stuff. Let's start a let's start a dialogue. All right. If you have a fan thought, a question, why don't you you can ask a question in the comments. There's no rules against that. That would be awesome. Yes, all right. Is. It has to be Everton related. That's. I don't know. Somebody actually told me their their blood type the other day. That was great. Cameron, Cameron, you're out there. Thanks. Right. <laughs> Cameron, give us another unrelated Everton subject about yourself, please. That's a great idea. Yeah. Cameron, you've been you got a challenge. What pornography do you watch? Yeah. <laughs> As you can see guys we're very highbrow on this uh on- <laughs> All right, all right. So anyway, that uh, that's it for uh, for the fan thoughts. We hear you. We need to have a conversation. We need to have a talk. All right, with Cummins moving on, 
a lot of people uh, are starting to think that someone else should be moving on with him. Primarily the man who they say let him down in the transfer window. All right? So, hence, we need to talk about Steve Walsh. All right? So, let's start, guys, with this, uh, something I just brought up a minute ago. There are people who are blaming him for this season, you know, as well as Kuman, but they're lumping him in there. So how much of this, uh, of this season falls on Walsh, guys? Um, yeah, m- maybe. I mean, I'm still kind of in the, in, in the camp of our squad isn't too bad. So the purchases we've made, I still think could come good. But I think the problem with Walsh is he's he, his success has always been where there hasn't been much pressure on his purchases, and he hasn't really had much money to spend. You know, like can't say he brought him from somewhere, somewhere one of the French teams, didn't he? I can't remember. Montez, I think his name. Yeah. His name was. Um, he, he come in and no one really knew who he was. So, um. Mares as well. He he was unknown quantity. So a lot of these purchases that kind of made his name, mm. you know, there was no pressure on them. Whereas this summer, he had a lot of money to spend. He he had to identify the targets with the manager, and you know, I think like the pursuit of Sigurdsson and not getting the Giroud deal and those kind of things did ultimately reflect badly on him. Well, the thing I see with this at the minute. What purchases, like, what's that? I think we had said this a video or two ago, I can't remember. But what signings were his and what signings were Coleman's? That's the whole thing you got to see with it. I mean, the th- there's three signings that I know of that you can say have been successful. One is Idrissa Gay. That's Steve Walsh all over. Two, Calvert-Lewin. Steve Walsh, as... It's even been said that he was the one who said it. And I think Luckman as well. And all those have been pretty good at Everton. So, Coleman... I think really you should really... We need to find out who was behind the signings of the likes of Klaassen, the likes of Sandro, things like that. Sandro was probably a Walsh player because it was sort of like one of those bargain buys. Um... So, Sandro's success is probably on Walsh's head. That's the whole thing I think. Once we know everything, so who bought in the players, who decided the transfer fees at the end of it, and why we're not getting all of this, then that's the whole thing with it. Um, so, uh, my next question kind of maybe belies my opinion, all right? Because I agree, I agree a little bit with David, or no, I agree with David. I think our squad is actually all right, okay? Um, and I still think the players that haven't been that great, I think still need an opportunity to, to get into things. I, you know, I'm, I'm not writing them off yet. I'm just not writing off Clausen. I'm just not going to yet. Um, same with Sandro. I think that guy is going to, I think he's a player. Sorry, you know? Um, but uh, so do you think. I actually see him. I, I thought he was a referee. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> What you, just, what you just, David? I saw that picture you put on Twitter of yeah. Sandro. Was he? Did you say he was in yeah. Nando's? A Tesco. Oh, it's, 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 yeah. So basically, literally, I'll, I'll keep it short. But um, the, I didn't go to Chelsea, and I, I, the team news had just come in. I was walking into the shop, 
and he was getting saved in there, and I was kind of like, I don't know, what, what's going on here? But yeah, it was definitely him, yeah, with his girlfriend getting some uh, getting some pizza and bottles of water. He mustn't trust the UK water. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think the Spanish water when I'm there, so there you go. So, so yeah, that was awesome. I saw that picture on Twitter, and I was like, that is fantastic, because you know what? Yeah. I'm not... Did you meet him? Did the what? Did you meet and get a picture of them? No, no, I didn't. I, I'm too cool for all that, you know. <laughs> see, see, you guys can do that. You guys can randomly see, you know, Triore at, at Nando's or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 or, or, you know, but I, what am I going to see when I go to Walmart? <laughs> Couldn't Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, different area of the country, man. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. he's in Seattle. <laughs> uh, see, this is why I never took geography. <laughs> Overrated, Edward. Uh, so, uh, so basically, do 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 you think we we would have the players we need in place if Kuman hadn't vetoed certain choices? Because that's part of what I think is the problem. I, I'm kind of giving Walsh a little bit of a pass because I think that we would have a big striker right now who's good in the air and great with hold-up play. We would have had him last January if Kuman hadn't vetoed it. Yeah. I Belfadil. About that. Yeah. The whole Ishak Belfadil transfer fell through because Kuman got wind that he might have an attitude problem and he cut it off. And then there was a bunch of other nonsense that happened after that that prevented it from ha- happening. But it was like, I think it was $9 million is what we would have gotten him for. Now, would he have been a success? I don't know, but we would have had somebody who's good in the air, you know? Uh, but I think that Kuman wants, you know, so I think he there's certain names that he was fine with having. I think if Walsh is given, I don't know if free reign is a good idea, but more say, uh, maybe Unsworth will be more open to his choices is what I'm saying, you know, or the new manager, whoever that may be. So, yeah. Um, how much leeway do we give to a director of football? And, you know, and when do we uh, cut bait? And hire a new one. How do you decide that? Mm. I mean, is he? Who was the director of football before him? Well, this is the thing. The the, the argument isn't so much who we should should we bring someone else in. Do we even need the role? I mean, that's the question. It's it causes mm. yeah, it causes so much controversy. Controversy of football clubs about having one because managers believe it undermines them and their decisions and. You know, then you've got to try and find a manager and director of football who get on. And uh, yeah, it's. I think it was definitely. I, I don't remember us having one bef- before Walsh. Right. I know we haven't had one in recent times, but even years gone by, I don't remember one. And mm. yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm still not convinced by the whole thing, to be honest. Maybe it just sounds like. Maybe it's just like. Like a fancy title thing. Yeah, we've got we've got a director of football now. You should you should. Well, like I mean, you, you that's actually a point, Edward, because a lot of the more successful clubs in Europe have a director of football who kind of handles, you know, scouting and the player and the personnel and the kind of people you bring into your club. You know, so I like the system. I think mm-hmm. it's good, but you have to have a head coach, manager, whatever you want to call it. You have to have a like-minded person. To work with that, if they are at odds the way we, they were rumored to have been throughout mm. that, you know, they had to keep fielding questions, questions like my, my my relationship with with Mr. Walsh is fine. No, my relationship with Kuman is great. They had to keep answering that. I, I just think it wasn't. 
Yeah, no smoke without fire yeah. in those situations, I mm. think. I think it... See, what I wouldn't mind with him, the whole system I would personally like to see it as, like, Unsworth would say, I need a new striker. Alright, that's fine. I'll go out and find a new striker, says Walsh. Get it all sorted, get like a list, and Unsworth can say which ones he likes out of the list, go after the players. Yeah. That, I don't feel was like what it was like between Walsh and Coleman. Coleman says, I want these players... You go and get them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very possible. Yeah, you know. I suppose what we never know, do we? That's another thing we never really get to see what goes on in these in these meetings or these conversations, which mm. is it's annoying. Yeah, I don't know. The, the interesting thing with Steve Walsh is I've always gotten the impression that if you've ever seen the film Moneyball, that's mm. that's basically what I gauge Steve Wal- Walsh as being a lot like. I feel like he looks at stats. Who would do that? <laughs> but I feel like he looks at stats and... Walsh will lose that. I feel like he just... He takes a look at stats and he sa- he sees that, oh, you know what? Ghana, Idrissa Gay, had a, the mo- led the league in interceptions and tackles. You know? He's someone to consider. All right. Let's look at Ashley Williams or uh, or Kone from Sunderland. These are players that had tons of clearances and and intercepted and wins in the air. You know what I mean? I feel like he looks at stats and thinks about the and plugs it into a club. Which, when you do that, you're picking a lot of random folks, and you really have to get people to buy into that all the way. You know? Yeah, like I. That kind of shit does rock my boat, to be fair. But, <laughs> but I do accept that there's flaws within that system as well. I think it's not always as black and white as the stats painted to be. Um, so yeah, I accept that. I and personality is not considered in those stats. No, you know what I mean? No. And let's be honest, neither is the team. If you think about it, because like gay, like you say, gay. Had like the most passes or like tackles, interceptions, and all that, but that was because he played for Aston Villa, so he needed to make those interceptions and all that. Williams, Kone all had great interceptions for heading and all that, but that was because they played for Sunderland and Swansea respectively, so they had to do that kind of job. Yeah, that's also something to bring into it. Yeah, and and it's tough to apply a team that's fighting relegation to a team that's not to figure out to figure out if the the, the same stats are going to apply. Frankly, yeah. I would be a lot happier if Williams was not leading the league in clearances because that means he's not as much under pressure. <laughs> no. So that would be cool. It's the whole thing like with Pick, with Pickford, I guess. Some people saying Pickford or Butland. Butland was playing for Stoke who all right, aren't doing great, but Pickford was playing for Sunderland, so his save ratio is going to look a lot better because he's had to face a lot more chance than the likes of Butland or Hart, someone like that. But obviously, Pickford has proven he is worth the money. Yeah. Hence, saving us so many times this season. I'm repping Pickford though in this <laughs> in this kind of style. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm I'm still down with Walsh. I still want him in. Uh, I think uh, I think we haven't seen the actual use of his talent yet so he's not been in too long though has he has he been was he in since Coman started uh, just before Coman started right just yeah yeah around the same time I think. yeah so he's still not had two full seasons so I think judge him at the end of this season yeah. we'll see we'll see fair point alright 
Guys, have we have we f given Walsh a fair conversation yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we've given a fair. We'll, discussion. we'll give you this season, Steve. We'll give you this season. This weekend, big, big, important match for the Toffees, guys. All right. We are traveling to Leicester, and one of the three of us so is literally traveling to Leicester, and that would be Edward. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> so, Hi. so uh, let's do a little Leicester preview, uh, just to kind of think about where they are and what uh, what we could be in for, and then and then we'll give our predictions for how we think this whole thing's going to go. Um, right now, Leicester sit 14th in the table with nine points. They're two, three, and four. All right. Um, they recently just beat Leeds in the Carabao Cup. They beat Swansea. They drew with West Brom and Bournemouth. And I think before that, they lost to Liverpool. And before that, they beat Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. So, I mean, that's their re recent results. It's really inconsistent. Okay. They have, uh, in addition to that, they've just appointed Claude Puel. Puel. You pronounced it Puel. Right. Puel. <laughs> <laughs> Enough pronunciation. <laughs> Puel. <laughs> so, uh, former. I, mean, I probably pronounce it as Claude Puel. 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 Yeah. Puel. So, uh, former Southampton manager. So now, new manager. Sometimes that injects life into a squad. Sometimes that causes a uh, little unrest. So it's hard to say what what Leicester's going to do. Um, they're probably going to start Schmeichel in goal. Yeah. Simpson, Maguire, Morgan, Fuchs. Uh, in the midfield, Mares, Ibarra, Ndidi, Albrighton, and then Okazaki and Vardy up top. If you think about it, new manager, he might want to bring some of the other players in. It's true. I'm just it's the whole situation with Unsworth. We don't know what kind of lineup he's going to bring out. Yeah, yeah, Peel that's true. Might do a completely different thing. I'm going to keep pronouncing him as Peel, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know Claude what, Puel. Edward? Edward, after talking to Claude, I'm pretty certain this is a lineup. Just saying. Is it because he also watches the YouTube videos? <laughs> yes, <he does. laughs> Claude, thanks for the team, man. The squad news. That's right. Yeah. Thank you, Claude. That also means Everton help. Unsworth can know the team now. He knows the team. He knows how to work it because he also watches the videos. Claude wasn't thinking when he yeah. gave me this. You know? Yeah. Sorry, Claude. Oh, <laughs> like, like, you, the you. enemy has punished you, I'm afraid, Claude. <laughs> so, so let's uh, let's all do our uh, our teams. What's what's Anzi gonna do, uh, squad wise? Starters. David, I've been asking Edward to start some of these. You're gonna start this Handing time. Handing the baton to you. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it wouldn't be me first this time. Uh, well, do you want me to go first? I can I can do it, dude. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not over. Because I don't, I, the, the, the short answer is I'm still not sure Unsworth knows, so that's why I, I'm not too sure what he's going to do. Do, do, you, do you have a mind meld with Unzi as soon as he figures it out? You figure it yeah. out too? Well, basically, Eureka! <laughs> he texts me asking what it should be, and then I tell him, and then he tells everybody else, including the team. So I haven't decided yet, which means he hasn't decided yet. The sad thing is. There's a p tiny part of me that would have believed that if I didn't know you really well. <laughs> <laughs> you could just put er Everton correspondent, and then 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I, I, I did a little, uh, little scribbling beforehand. So I prepped my team a little bit. I think he's going to go four three three again, um, just because I think he tends to tweak that formation as he goes. So uh, Pickford, Baines, Jags, Keane, Kenny. I think he. I wasn't sure if he would start Kenny or Holgate at right back. But I don't know. For some reason, I kind of think he believes in Kenny at right back. You know, he yeah, might even start. He might even start Holgate at center back. To be honest, Ooh, that'd be a chance. You know, thinking about how quick and fast the uh, the front line of Leicester is, might not be a bad idea. Um, yeah. But I'm still gonna say Jags and Keane, just because I'm boring. Uh, in the middle, Gay Davies Schneiderlin, again boring. Uh, then uh, DCL and Rooney, and then I, I'm trying to decide if it's either going to be Sigurdsson or Vlasic. Uh, I think it's going to be Sigurdsson because I don't know if Vlasic is healthy. I don't know yeah. if his if his foot is healed from whatever knock he received in the uh, in Sunday's match with Arsenal. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I figured that was why he wasn't in the team on on Wednesday, just because. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, he deserves to be in every team because kid is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It'd be pretty tight if he was one of the ones getting dropped because yeah. he's been probably our only good player. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so you guys, what are you thinking? I mean, I'll jump in now because I haven't got any actual team to read those. I think, I think it's very similar. I think he will play Sigurdsson. I think, you know, he, he, not saying he was resting players yesterday, but I think he was just using different options. Mm. And I think one was to keep Sigurdsson for Sunday. So I think we'll see him. I, I agree with the back line. I don't think Martinez is going to get a look in under Unsworth. Um, so, yeah, I, I probably agree with that. Okay. Mm. I mean, you've obviously got guaranteed starters. It's obviously going to be Baines, Keane, uh, Pickford. Probably going to be Jagielka. Probably going to be Kenny. I'm going to say stick with... 4-3-3 as well I think he's going to try that formation out again if it doesn't work then the next game he's going to go 4-4-2 so Possibly. three in the middle Schneiderlin Gay no actually I'm going to throw a curveball Gay Davies Sigurdsson I think Sigurdsson's going to play the number 10 role and front three I'm going to say Luckman Calvert-Lewin Niasi hey so Calvert-Lewin and Niasi will switch their role. In fact, the three of them will have like a switch. A bit like uh, Messi, Suarez and Neymar used to do. No, positions just like meant nothing for them. Oh, you never know. I, I like DCL and... No, CL and L. I just, I just want to remind uh, our I, viewers and, and, and highlight the fact that we've just had a comparison between our front line... <laughs> and Messi, Suarez, and uh, Neymar. Okay, that's yeah. or MSD. Let's 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 oh, make this happen. Yeah. I I see. I think we're going to surpass them. Only on the toffee blues. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. All right. So predictive results. Let's get those out there. I can't predict one. I cannot predict one. I don't know. It's it's. What'd you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I don't know, I don't know. It's one of those, we don't know what's going to happen until the day because one, we don't know both teams or what we can't really predict teams for Unsworth 
or Puel, you know, because mm. they're completely new to the team. Then as well, both are going to be one. I guess both are going to be really needing a win. Both teams are going to be one. Both players are going to be wanting to impress the managers to stay in the team. So this could be a very high-scoring game, or it could be one of those that we nick or they nick in the last minutes. You, you've a hundred percent just ticked off every eventuality right there. Yeah. <laughs> because I genuinely don't know, so we'll just go for them all. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, what, cover, what covering you, all boxes. Now, David, what were you saying? What your prediction was? I feel like you were saying something. Yeah, I'm going to be positive. I think two 0 Everton. I think what might work in our favour is although they've got a new manager in Puel, I think um, Leicester fans aren't necessarily overwhelmed by by him coming in. Right. They're not particularly. Didn't he get fired because he can't speak English? Can he still not speak English? I don't think he can. See, I, I I feel like that never works. That was the whole problem with Walter Matarazzi as well, wasn't he? He, he couldn't speak a word of it. Hmm. Oh, well, there, yeah. There you go, yeah. Um, and they nearly got relegated. I, I, I don't think the... Um, That's why we shouldn't be going for him either. I Sorry, don't Dave, think... Yeah, I don't think that... I don't think everybody's going to be particularly uh, on board with it, and you know, I think very quickly if they go, if we manage to get the first goal, you know, man, the fans will start questioning it straight away. The atmosphere could change in the ground, and I think we can pounce on that. Mm. You know, our tails are still high from the result yesterday. So, gents, I'm going two 0 I'm going positive. Okay, all right, uh, Edward. So, um, could you just tell me, like, pick pick one number from one to ten. Uh. I'm going to say 3-1. Uh, okay, okay, so 3-1 win. I, Edward Edward went ahead and made a prediction. <laughs> I, know, I feel like we need to, we need to head do pass and head thing. It's kind of like a tradition now. And, yeah. You know. maybe, yeah. Maybe you pick heart and head, and then you have to decide which one you have to listen to. You know what I mean? Okay. Maybe that's the way I'm to do it. I'm going to say, with my heart, I'm going to say 2-0. With my head, I'm going to say 3-1. Okay. Go with my heart. Two nil. Okay. And uh, I'm picking a draw. No. Oh, boring song. Uh, don't be like boring song. Uh, you don't understand, guys. I picked wins like every single game, and you know it, sometimes there's a draw. You know, and I'm trying. I've got to call it the way I see it. And I so I think we're going to have a better result. A, t- a draw is a better result than a loss. Okay. I'd say a point away is much better than... You know, Puel now watches this, and I feel like now he's going to go into the dressing room and be like, listen, guys, Jerry said that we, we the toffees don't fancy... No, 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 his translator will do that because he can't say any of it. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough, yeah. Well, all I'm saying is you're going to give him that added spice to get the results on Sunday now, mate. Well, you, you, you word it like that, but there's also another way to <laughs> see it. It could be I'm giving them false confidence... Oh yeah. Okay. They're getting I'm overconfident. Sure <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think we're still trying to figure out how to score goals. Um, I think it, we were fortunate to get that. That you know, it, it was 
We still haven't figured out how to be clinical just yet. I think we're going to have chances. I think we'll have more chances throughout the game rather than just second half. I think we'll we'll continue to have a stronger performance. I think we still need to remember how to learn learn how to score goals. And I think we're still not quite past doing some silly things in defense. All right, I don't think we're quite past it. So that's why I'm thinking 1-1. One, one. Um, but do I think we'll play well enough to win? Yeah, I think we're going to play better than they will. We played better than Chelsea. So, yeah, I think we had more chances than they did. And, uh, yeah, that result pissed me off. But, oh, well. So, that is it. That is that is. I don't know how he says that. What? He drops the cards like, <laughs> that is done. We're away from it now. It explodes every Mike's time. So, so that has been the Lester preview. If you folks like the videos, please subscribe, like, comment. Let us know how you think we're going to do against Lester. Why don't you tell us what your team might be against Lester? All right? Give us the predicted result. That's cool. We can talk about it. Maybe you can mock how I called a draw. How about that? You want to make a pick with your head and your heart. Why don't you do that? All right? It all works here. <laughs> so, anyway, subscribe and all that hot stuff, please. All right? Please check out the Toffee Blues on the Twitters, also the Facebooks, and your Instagrams. Okay? They're everywhere. Also, they have a website with lots of blogs and match previews and match reactions that have that guy's writings in it. That's right. You can find David's stuff there. All right? If you are listening via podcast, thank you very much. Please subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast if you can. And if you can rate it as well, that would be lovely. Don't forget to check out Edward's YouTube channel. It's awesome. Jam E. James. Check it out. All right? He's this close to 200 subs. He's like six away. Okay? Help him. All right? So anyway, <laughs> that is it. We have, we have completed... Completed this cycle. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you, Edward and David. You're nice to put up with me. All right? Cheers, guys. Bye-bye, everybody. Adios.